there was another Marvel tangent. Literally, we're just talking about and just slipped my mind. I was reading an article about so you know uh, the whole obviously with the multi, uh, multiverse of madness, the what they're basing their their theory about, like the theory of the the story behind. And so in the comics. You know, uh, Scarlet Witch says no more mutants, and then poof, no more mutants. Yeah. Doing the reverse, where somehow she says something, like, that introduces, that brings the mutants into the universe, and that will lead, like, bringing, like, Magneto and all of them come. Like, you can see, like, a quick scene of, like, them sort of, like, coming in. And that's how you would introduce mutants into the mcu she does basically the reversal of what happens in the, the reverse of house of n yeah which i which would actually would be pretty cool like if they did it that way as that's 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 it's a simple cop out but i think if it's done in the right way i think it'd be really cool because really no rogue is gonna be in captain marvel 2 or miss marvel where the fuck they're calling it the so marvel she's gonna be the first mutant so being introduced that changed so her powers how, already right so no. instead of her being an inhuman and having her fists like grow and like stuff like that, it's energy projection, kind of like Green Lantern esque, but without the ring. That's fucking. That's how I they're mean, doing Kamala Khan, and everyone's pissed. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. you're completely changing the power. It's a completely different. Well, it's it's a cop out because they didn't introduce the Inhumans again because they want to ignore the show. Now, don't get me wrong. The show wasn't great, but to me, it wasn't bad but enough. Like, it, if, it, they're, it was, if they're if they're bringing in what is it, Storm Shield? Where the fuck they're who they're, they're referring the they're doing the offshoot of the show. Agent of Shield is still part of technically. It's not. How is it not? Because they always ref, they are they already had. <laughs> It's, it's when not Thor being two came out, Dark World, Agent of Shield was. It's still in. It's. It's. it's, it's I don't know. It's, it's there, but it universe. isn't like it's not completely acknowledged. Like from what I understand, they acknowledge the characters, but like they're like, mm, we don't have like high value in you. You're kind of just filler, kind of a thing. But Quake, I mean, I, I love Chloe Bennett, so I think Quake is fantastic. <laughs> That's fine. I like Adriana Pelicki as you know Mockingbird, I mean, and then I love Adriana Pelicki. I mean, but now you're looking at now to refer to Brewster, who finished Hawkeye. Uh, Laura Barton was age 19. Age 19 being Mockingbird. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the original, well, not original, but yeah. Um, but yeah, so that was the whole thing. Yeah, it was like, oh, you you, you find out what the whole stupid thing was about that stupid watch, and I'm like, ah, oh, there it is, <laughs> the Rolex. Yeah, no, no wonder she's fucking cool with everything that Bart fucking does. And then she was speaking Russian or whatever the hell it was, and I was like, "Wait, yeah. what? Like, excuse me?" Yeah, she was. She was a mockingbird. I thought, which which is cool. I mean, it's one of those quick little just throw off little things that they didn't need to do, but it was just like a little. It was like a nice, like you know, non-factor, non like relevant spoiler, yeah. but kind of a play. It was just something like a gift. Like, yeah, she was yeah. a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent, and he, you know, it worked out for them. Yeah. In the Catalini. Like, she beat out uh, Black Widow kind of a thing. Mm. Like, yeah, Clinton was interested in Black Widow, but he was more interested in her. That's a tough call. <laughs> She's really cute. I know, given 
given the given the whole dynamic and the relationship and about everything that happened. And a lot of people have gripes with the Kingpin in Hawkeye. I enjoyed and Vincent D'Onofrio came out and said it's the same one from Daredevil. I enjoyed him. Yeah, it's the same one from Daredevil. And the fact that the way it ended was right out of the comics. Right, out, exactly. Yep. It was right out of the comics. So they're not going to make him blind because he's spoiler alert. He does survive. Uh, <laughs> he's just blind. I doubt they're going to make him blind. No. It was temporary. Like it was a temporary blindness, yeah. though. Right. Yeah. So I, I mean, which they could do, but I'm like, yeah. If he if he were to get reintroduced, he, he definitely and, wants. He definitely wants to be back. If he's reintroduced and so, he's blind, you know he's going to get his sight back. But I don't know. I think what it's yeah. going to be more so is he was shot more, in the head and just survived because he's just you know yeah an absolute exactly. savage. Well, she Echo's getting her own show. She's he's going to so, be the big bad of the show. There's, that's the only way they could yeah. do it. And then obviously Daredevil will have an appearance. Elektra will have an appearance. And like they just keep expanding that way. I think he'll end up with his own movie. I just don't know when. I look forward to Daredevil coming back. Because it was clearly like you support only. From what I thought was, yeah, but still, King King did not get blipped. The King King did not get what? He got blipped out. Blipped? Oh, no, he did not. He survived. Yeah, no. yeah. He was building his empire during that five-year span. That's what, that's, yeah, that's what, that was the take that I got. Because obviously, Ronan was like, he was always afraid of, not afraid, but like worried about the big guy. So he clearly was around for those five years. So Yeah. Otherwise, Ronan would have been all over it. Well, yeah. Ronan was all over it. Ronan knew who exactly who it was. Right, but he yeah. it, it was wasn't, just that it he, wasn't he, enough to he go backed after off. Him. I was gonna say it wasn't enough yeah. for him to go after him. Which 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 I like because it says a lot. Yeah. Because if he's backing off from this guy, he's more than it also been portrayed so far. Yeah. Like you, 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 like I wouldn't say he was a bit of a softy in the Daredevil series, but he wasn't that big me- like we know him as the big like a big menace. But they didn't actually portray him as such. Like, I'm really of a man to be to be feared. Kind of a kingpin, kingpin. Yeah, mean sort of thing. And into the Spider Verse. So I, I think this. I mean, the, that, that that brought it a little bit. But I'm like the fact that once he does survive being shot, probably in the head, that his presence definitely will be like. I'm I'm just more curious else. though. Hear me out. If we'll ever see him get paired with Smythe. Like in the Spider-Man cartoon, and have Smythe be his right hand, like um, who was it? The Owl was, and Wesley was right. in Daredevil, and you see that dynamic grow. Maybe Spider Slayers, Smythe gets mutated if, and if, stuff if, like that. If they do bring him back, it's an easy way. You just just introduce him right away. I would hope so. Yeah, and then it's you know no. No questions have to be, you know. How do you bring back BJ Novak? Because he was Smythe in Amazing Spider-Man. Well, two Amazing Spider-Man two. I mean, there, there, yeah, there, there are ways around it. And obviously, we're obviously we're all speculating, you know, wanting our hopes and dreams for for them to do it. But you know, the 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 Feige man has a plan, so see what happens. But since we're since we're 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 deep diving on Marvel, and but this is talks with Brewster, and so we are allowed to do this because. This is what it's all about. We crush beers and literally shoot the shit. Um, Jim, you you posted literally an article. You posted an article to me about the other day about one of my favorite 
Marvel characters, and that is the one and only Ghost Rider, and how Mr. Norman Reedus could be rumored, potentially, possibly be playing the one and only Johnny Blaze. Yep, that is you still know, speculation. Just, that, no, no confirmation. It, 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 yeah, it's, it's pure speculation. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm dying. I'm, I'm, just, I'm like, I eating me up inside. Other than like an actual badass portrayal of Gambit, and yes, that is possible. So, fuck you guys. Yep. I don't believe me. Not you. Not you two particularly. Hmm. But those out. Listen, in, I got my Josh universe. Bowden cable, and I was thrilled with life. Uh, yeah, but yeah. There, there is a, a way to do Gambit in a badass way. He does exist. With all the other characters you've been portraying, I'm pretty sure you can be able to figure that one out. But Ghost Rider's up there is like almost like almost number two. Uh, I have just I don't know, flaming head, motorcycle, just fucking badassery. It's just yeah, no no one reads. I mean, he loves motorcycles, so that's already it's that's a win. I, you know, he has the acting chops to pull it off. I mean, it's it's just hard. I mean, what well, I love well, the other Keanu option I read was Keanu. Yeah, it's an offense. Like, would I love Keanu in that role? It damn Ooh. fucking yeah. But he's also, you know, he did say, and he, and he has said, he's a motorcycle company. He did say yeah, it would be cool he, he would, to be he in would the be honored. Yes, he would be honored. See what I thought it. initially, because they were both rumored, was that um, one would be Blaze and one would be Danny Ketch. But then I thought about it and I said, Ketch is a little younger, a little bit more significantly younger, I should say, not necessarily too much yeah. younger than uh, Blaze. So, like, could Reedus be a catch? Sure. But he's better off being Johnny Blaze. And then who would be the younger Danny Catch version? Because Gabriel Luna is... Is it Gabriel Luna? He Whoever the... Uh, the, the Robbie Reyes version? Yes. From S.H.I.E.L.D. Which I, I, I like. It was the, a good... It was Rocky. His was a good ghost I thought, I thought... Yeah. I thought he... Because he was supposed to get his own series. Yes, they canceled and then it. On Hulu, and then Hulu canceled it. And I'm like... The same with which uh, I get. Those people do not have very good luck with spinoffs of, of other shoots of. Well, they, well, they canceled Hellstrom, which was technically another spinoff of Ghost Rider. They canceled right. the Runaways after three seasons, and yeah. I know I knew Hellstrom was going to fail because that's way too obscure. It, it's it's way uh, too obscure. It was they were reaching there, and I think that what they were trying to do was once again Midnight Suns, and they just they're like we're going to take the most obscure character. Son of Satan and go for it and no, sorry, it didn't work. I need, I didn't even, I didn't even bother. I'm like, but look, with Midnight Suns, which I was alluding to earlier, it's like, well, if you're bringing the Midnight Suns, you gotta have to, you have to give me a Ghost Rider reference somewhere up and around. So it's like, because I have several of those issues. Uh, but yeah, so, but yeah, now I'm talking Rays, girl Ghost Rider, introducing the a girl Ghost Rider, and that'll be in Midnight Suns. It'll be a her, not a, not a he. I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it, but I don't like. I don't remember the character who they were basing it off of. I yeah, I don't. I don't remember. The, I I vaguely remember there being a female Ghost Rider. She Rider. But 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 my attention stopped after Robbie Reyes. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I was I was lost when it wasn't a biker anymore, and he drove a car. He drove a car, yeah. And initially, I wasn't a fan of that, but it it, eventually, it grew on me for a bit because the car was so badass. No, it was cool. It, it was it was cool. There's there's nothing yeah. wrong with it. It's just that when you think Ghost Rider, you think motorcycle. You think I'm not. Yeah, unless you think you're, unless you're you know one of those people who grew up and knew the original Ghost Rider, like the Western Ghost Rider with the horse yeah, with the horse. 
yeah. done a little bit poorly in the first Ghost Rider movie, but it still worked. But it was Sam Elliott, so he, you know. It's, yeah, you can't get everything's fine. It's Sam Elliott. <laughs> you can't get you Sam Elliott. But it was like, but however, when he transformed into the Ghost Rider, it was the, one of the best parts of the movie. That was one of the most badass fucking scenes of the thing. Like you had the the Western Ghost Rider. Like, come on, dude's on horseback. See, he reminded you know? me a lot of. Um, I mean, come on, man! Fucking got amped. Do you remember Cogliostro from Spawn? Like he was like one of the original Hell Spawn, and he was like a knight from the Crusades, and vague, very, very vague. All right, so that's the impression I got out of him, and you can see he's like one of the bums in the Michael J. White movie, and like John Leguizamo was like Cagliastro, and he's like I'm gonna cut yeah, off yeah. your head, and like he, the blade comes out of his forearm. But that's kind of the impression I got out of uh, Sam Elliott's Ghost Rider was that kind of. Yeah, I did it. I'm not happy that I did it. I'm still here, but I don't want to be here kind of mentality. And then when he's like, I have enough energy for one last ride, I was like, oh, God. Ghost Riders in the sky. Hell yeah. Fucking hands. Just bring back Nicolas Cage. My favorite. That's my, my, that's my favorite part of that movie. It's the, the only good Ghost part Rider. of that movie. Everything else was crap. No, I think... No, there's... I think Nick's cage is freak out when he first becomes like he's literally like that was page for page, yeah. Uh, the, the three sixty like turnaround camera, him just freaking out and doing this the entire time, just screaming his head off. Yeah, that was cool. Um, obviously, the bike was awesome. Everything else sucked. See, I liked <laughs> I liked the um the young like the like the the young stuff with the the young kid who was playing the young Johnny Blaze with the young young Johnny Blaze. Yeah. yeah, I thought that could have made a more compelling like Blaze character versus Nick Cage. Not that I was initially upset with Nick Cage because he pursued it, but I, I yeah, think, he wanted the role. Yeah. I think that was a guy to to look out for. Yeah, whatever happened to him? And then supposedly, I mean, and, and we, Josh we Brolin's coming about back it. as Cable full time. I hope so. Ooh. That's that he's gonna be like with Deadpool, like obviously they would they would be together. It would be him, Cable, and Domino. X Force confirmed, pretty much. X-Force. Like uh, minus Colossus uh, and uh, give, me a, give me a whole Cable, give me a Cable and Bishop team up, and we'll get some weird freaky shit going. On. <laughs> well, that was uh, Days of Future Travel Past. Nonsense. Was that that was Days of Future Past? Yep. It's like here's Colossus. There's Bishop. Yeah, but I want, I want Bishop and Cable, them two together. Give give Bishop his due. God damn it. I like Bishop. See, I like Bishop, but I would do Bishop in <coughs> more of a like a Terminator movie. That's how I would do Bishop. Like straight up rip off Terminator and you can do Bishop just right. And have the I bad like guy idea. be Nimrod, who is Ooh. the ultimate sentinel. I like that even more he, now. He'd be the T one thousand. Yeah. And I'd be okay with that. Jim, I have a quick question for you. Have you played Miles Morales? Yeah, I'm about three quarters of the way through that game. Okay, because I don't know too much on Miles at all. It's all screwed up. It, that game is all screwed up. Okay, because the first... Yeah, so, yeah I said I don't play that shit. So wait, they screwed up his story? Well, like, is that... my question so is, it's, before, it's... We, before we dive into that, my question about it is the Venom power, so to say... Where it's the like yeah, the electric shock. punch. Yeah. Yes. 
What's up with that? That's a thing. That's his comic power. That's okay. he has that in the comics. Like I said, I don't I don't yeah. know much about him at all. I only he's know- supposed to be Spider Man, but better. That's that's the whole thing. Like whoever wrote him was like, we're gonna make you Spider Man, and we're gonna give you a better power. We're gonna make you go invisible and all this other stuff, so that you're better than Peter Parker and people would like you more. And in in some ways it worked, and in some ways it completely and utterly backfired. Because yep. like. He's a very polarized Spider-Man. And I'm okay with that because he should be a polarized Spider-Man. It it should make you question, you know, like the people who like Peter Parker go, but do I like this guy or do I not like this guy? Like, I don't know because he's so different comparatively to any other Spider-Man that I've had before as far as like a clone or a different kind of universal Spider-Man that, Right. I don't know if I like him. Well, we were introduced to a, the white man Spider-Man. But that has nothing to do uh, with it, though. Does it, though? No, or not really. It? I mean, I think the whole idea of a black Hispanic Spider-Man is fine. But it was just the fact that you made a black Hispanic Spider-Man, and all of a sudden but he yeah, has had, ten times the powers but, of Peter Parker. Yeah, but, wasn't you had to like make a, complete, yeah but they had to make him completely different all around. Obviously, you're, you're introducing this new Spider-Man Obviously, he's Is not he really the norm. much different, though. He's still a New Yorker. Instead of Queens, it's Brooklyn. So he, you know, Captain America. I'm from Brooklyn too, but it was alternate universe instead of it being, you know, NYPD. It was PDNY. Yeah, but it just they they, they had to keep tweaking it to to make it complete, like completely over the. It had to be over the top enough. I just I just felt that it reached a point where because, because it became if, comical. If, if, if the powers were too similar, it would have been too judgmental. I think it's already too judgmental. They had to make him, yeah, but- you know, they had to kill the Parker of that universe to introduce him to become the next Spider-Man. His whole thing is that he's avenging the previous Spider-Man in Which, his own universe. I mean, and then yeah, they said, screw it, cool. we're going to make him mainstream. Like, come on. Well, once it got popular enough, yeah, then then they, they mainstream his ass. Yeah. Well, that's just, that's just Marvel trying to make money. <laughs> no, fine. Like, I like the, I like Enter the Spider-Verse. I think that's a great Spider-Man movie. Great movie. Yeah. Oh, that was, that was I'm, a, I'm looking forward to the sequel. Movie. But it was just one of those things where it was just like... Give me more Spider-Ham. Spider-Ham. Well, yeah. Spider. Actually, I, I, want, um, I want the film noir yes. Spider-Man because it's absolutely... Well, I don't think they're doing him. I think we're getting um, Japanese. We're going to see the the Leopardon. I don't know if you remember uh, the 70s Japanese Spider-Man who has a Zord. So we're going to see the Zord in the cartoon. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Um, We're going to get, obviously, Spider-Man 2099. And we're going to get a couple other alternate universe um, Spider-Man. And Miles Miles and Gwen. I know, like, I remember when Spider-Man 2099 initially came out. I was a I huge fan of that line. I like. I I never had any interest in reading it at all. I know it, it was popular. He's Irish and Hispanic. Yeah, I that's just, an I interesting combo. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, like I don't know. He's, he's, I, he's I, I know Miguel O'Hara. Yeah, I know very little. He has of, like, so other than yeah. he has actual talons at the end of his fingers. He has poisonous venom te- and teeth to to boast on top of it. So he has like fangs, like vampire fangs. That have venom that he can poison people with. So then his mask is kind of like venoms, where the teeth will show and then they don't. No, he pulls his mask up. He actually wears a Day of the Dead outfit with oh. cape. 
cave. Like he went and found a Day of the Dead like Spider-Man outfit, and that's what he wears with a webbed cape. Interesting. All and, right. You know, nice. it's he's a, he's a cool Spider-Man because he's he's actually significantly stronger than Peter Parker. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I yeah, I know he's more powerful. Like just... where Peter says, like like yeah, you know, I mean, he's I know he's, he has he's trouble lifting up a Volkswagen. Yeah, Miguel yeah. doesn't have a problem lifting up a Volkswagen kind of a thing. Like he could, right. he could literally probably pick up a car with one hand and chuck it like a softball. Well, on that note, fear the dead, fear the dead. Bud Light, Clamato. Did you no, know that was a thing? No, no. Just no. Yes, I know it's a thing. So no, it is a thing. I did not know that was a thing. It's gross. Well, yeah. yeah, it's gross. Don't do it. Well, I can't have Clamato. Like unless you're making a bloody mary with it, don't do it. Well, I I will die it's if I disgusting. drink clamato. So I'm assuming that Bud Light clamato would be just the same. Dude, my shellfish allergy. That is just it. Why? See, my one boss was just like, let me give it to this one like Spanish guy because he was like, oh, Spanish people like clamato juice, and I'm like, I don't think anyone likes clamato <laughs> <Thank> juice. <laughs> but no, good luck. One of my buddy likes clamato juice, and it's like the dumbest thing ever. We are we are back with Bruce Cogburn, Jimmy Bag of Donuts. I'm your one and only Jungleberry. Jim has Jimmy Bag of Donuts have has disappeared because his internet connection is how do we say terrible bullshit. Uh, so he'll be back with us in just a moment. So now we have a one-on-one with the Brewster Cogburn, and he is—he has—is that the same beard? Well, this is something else? new. It's a different kind. Ready? There you go. Oh, there, there it is. That that sound is just glorious and Snap, awesome. Crackle and pop. What are you? Drinking I am now? drinking the Seven Island Brewery Tiki Kahuna Triple Fruited Sour with. Peach, pink guava, papaya, and tangerine. That just sounds all kinds of sexy. And I love the the can art. That's that's that is a insert a coin. I've ever saw one. Yeah, that's what Seven Islands. Yeah, so it's a mix. Uh, the can art, you know, it's a mix of a obviously tiki, but also a um, oh, what you might call it? I can't remember his name. Who's um, the fortune teller? You insert a coin, tells you your future is the machine. Zoltar. Oh, Zoltar, yeah. Big. So, Jim, I the am Zoltar uh, I'm on a Zoltar, new beer. Yeah. Zoltar. Ah. It's the Seven Island Brewery. And who made that one? Tiki Kahuna. It's a uh, triple triple fruit. I'm, I'm towards the end of the uh, moment of impact. Oh boy! Mm. And I moved on as well. Ooh. I am now <laughs> on. That caught me off guard. You okay that caught there? me off guard. <laughs> that I, in a good way, in a good, in a way very a good way, because I haven't had uh, a sour like this in a very long time. Where it's actually like, oh I've, my god, I've I'm going to punch some... you in the face with sour. Exactly. Yeah. So that's what I was, literally was just about to say. That I had, I think, a Seven Island the other day, um, and it was it was just one of those beers. So I'm like, you know who would love this? Fucking Brewster. Because it was it's, it's 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 like literally the sour that you talk about all the time. The one that just like it punches you right in the face, puckers your face, but then slowly subsides. Yep. 
um, to that, that sweet sort of goodness. Well, Staten Island seems um, to know. What I, I did have a, a, a beer the other day, uh, completely different. Um, it was called the Sour Pooch. Um, it was a sour made with Tower Patch Kids. Um, the easiest way to describe it was, I mean, it was good. It wasn't overly sour, so it didn't punch you right away. It did taste like Sour Patch Kids, but after the sourness goes away and you have that sweet gumminess that's just left over, that's what that beer tasted like. Huh. So Sour Pooch was was definitely good. It didn't have the sour punch, but Seven, yeah, seven Islands, yeah, they, they, they kind of kick you right in the, the hoo-ha. And they go, you know what? Come I like here. it. I, I took a different route. I'm I'm still on my my stouts. I'm no longer drinking Imperial stouts. I'm drinking just good old fashioned regular stouts. I'm uh, Robinson Brewery I'm from Stockport, Great at Manchester. Good old Manchester England. United. Um, the, the, not a, yeah, I got the old Trooper Fear of the Fear of the Dark. It is a four and a half percent English dark roasted chocolate stout. Yay! Um, nice. A very complete 180 of what I have been drinking. So my taste buds are like, what the hell is going on at the current moment? <laughs> um, so it's going to probably take me a minute to, to register this beer. Given the fact that the, the last two were 12% Imperials and I'm a bit loopy at the current <laughs> moment. Is nice. Yeah, they're very nice. And, I, and I'm drinking these beers out of... I don't know if you heard of them. They're called bottles. <laughs> bottles. It's, it's bottles. Yes. It's apparently this. This apparently it's an old thing. Apparently, beer came in bottle form at one point in time. Aren't those? What, and aren't those what messages come in? Yes. And and small tiny ships. <laughs> that was going to be my next question. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, it is. I'm drinking it out of a bottle. But it is what it is. All right, it is. On, it is time for a new topic. What the topic might be, I, I have no idea. But we all have fresh new beverages, so let's talk about something fun. Jimmy Bags, you're sitting there staring at a phone. Yes, I was reading something. Okay. Nothing important. Uh, topic? Not nothing. In, I, I I would assume so. It was a. It was basically uh, a Resident Evil. Welcome to Raccoon City. Yeah. And when it was releasing, so I, I don't think you fellows have seen that yet. In all its <laughs> B movie goodness, no, it's it's on it's on the list amongst as many other things. Of well, n- now number one on my list is the MySpace movie. Oh god, um, <laughs> eleven minutes. As soon as I go forth and meet the I angry beaver, <laughs> the angry, the angle of the angle, and the angry beaver. Uh, so I'll definitely do that. Uh, then I'll then we'll venture forth into other shenanigans. But let's 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 keep this this good old fun talk um, going on because this is what talks with Bruce is all about: us drinking beers, slamming shit down, and just talking about complete nonsense. Um, the true essence of talks with Brewster. Um, unfortunately, he cannot go around to the bre- uh, the breweries right now. He's he's a busy man saving endangered monkeys um, from poachers. So you know. You just can't. You just can't uh, take time and talk. Meet some fine folks. It ain't a simple life, but it's good work. Yeah. So we we are here to supplant the the need to talk and drink as often as we do. Um. So we're here to to help to help him out, and he's helping us out to break up our our week and not be so boring. <laughs> um. It's always good to have a few beers and talk about some bullshit. 
whatever whatever the topic may be. And I'm going to pass it over to Jimmy Bag of Donuts to bring up a topic of whatever the hell he would like Ooh. Um, to bring up. Yeah, so you, you think about it for a hot second, because obviously, Brewster, we went to the whole Spider-Man No Way Home, and then we tangent off into Miles Morales and a whole bunch of other... All right, I got it. We went to it into a, spider, a Spider-Verse sort of breakdown. But all right, Jimmy Bag, I got it. Talker Brewster, hit us with a topic. So I have to bring these both up at the same time, because I watched them both on the same day. Matrix Resurrections and 8-Bit Christmas. <laughs> All right. Well, before you go into the I mean, eight bit, I, I, I did. I, I did. I, well, I did it in two different days. But first, I'm going to bring up Matrix Resurrections, just because I don't understand why this movie was made. <laughs> and wait, wait. So, so, Bruce, did you see? So Matrix? I saw Matrix, but I did not see Eight Bit. And okay, so eight, eight, there's no, there's no really spoiler for Eight Bit. Yeah, but so, but Matrix, yes. Let's let's. Let's go Let's into, dive into, into the Matrix. Matrix. I, I don't understand why this movie was made. I liked I liked the concept of it initially, where it was like he like where they made him like a video game designer, and like he like you might be crazy because you were delusional that you lived your game, yep. and it was all too real for you. So we have to feed you medicine because you're delusional. I liked that. I was like that would make a really good suspense, like sci-fi suspense movie. Where if it turned out like the video game creator actually did believe he was living out his game and then had like a psychotic break, but it was the Matrix and like Agent Smith was his boss and he projected Agent Smith to have to be his boss just to be that antagonistic character because that helps build his personality. And then Morpheus was there. Morpheus apparently is an ex, you know, cop, if you would. And he had to be there and he was artificial intelligence at some point. And I'm just like, what the hell's going on here? Like Trinity's married to some other guy with kids, but she's really not, but she is. I'm like, there's too much going on here. And yeah. Yeah. So it's two and a half hours long. It's a very long movie. There's, there's a, a lot, a lot of just, boring, non-important backstory that no one really gives a shit about. Yep. So obviously the the Matrix got reset and obviously there's a new person, the new father, new handler in charge, and that person is Neil Patrick Harris. Yes. He, re- he realized um, there was a new way to the fact that him and Trini together, you know, energy production yeah. off the charts as long as they were in close proximity to each other, but not together because if they were together, then chaos. that would just ruin everything. It would chaos what is what ensue. So, all right, that's 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 all fine and good. The whole again, the whole concept, like you just said, where he made him a video game creator, and you know the whole the original trilogy was in his mind, and he created it, and now he had a psychotic break, and that what he's seeing, what he's in his mind, is not really there, and obviously, um, he's he's losing it. The whole what were what lost me was the Agent Smith thing did not jive. It didn't, it didn't jive. It didn't flow. It did, there was nothing about the whole Agent Smith thing that needed to be done in there. Like, he yeah, his that 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 whole thing easily could have been ignored. Yeah, 
and you see, you you, would, you still have pretty much the same movie. You didn't need to throw him in there. Like you threw the Merovingian in there for like a hot second as a as a bum just screaming at you how you ruined my life kind of a thing. Yeah. Well, the only um, point of him being there was just because it was an entire reset. So when you reset the entire system and reboot the entire system, old programs pop back up. No, yeah, it's fine. But, but, yeah, yeah. My was fine, but like Agent Smith was out at, at that point outside of the system. He was he was living on he was operating in his own waveform or whatever what have you. Right. Um, so it, it it was kinda it was kinda stupid. Um not enough Mr. Anderson. Yeah. Um so it was like you take that part out, you could have killed a good thirty minutes of this bullshit, which you didn't need. And just like it just there was not enough action for like the uh, yes, obviously the inside joke was how do you bullet time now that bullet time now exists? Like they had tried to figure out how to make this matrix as good as the original. And it's like, well, you can't, yeah, there's, there's absolutely no way that's going to happen. And they, they, you know, they, they joked around about like, how do you, you know, you, you st- I stopped you in bullet time, blah, 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 but still nothing to those effects. There was like, I love the the throwbacks, the homages, and how they originally started off. And I'm like, you saw how the original movie came about, and so they're implanting that as a weird, is a weird thing. It just it kept going and going and going and going. It's like, oh my gosh, who gives a shit? <laughs> um, after a certain point, and yes, obviously the last like 35 minutes, 40 minutes of the movie, when like actual action happens, that was cool. Yeah. But you still had to, you had to sit through two hours of just. It was deposition. like um, I don't know if you remember <laughs> the hateful eight. So the hateful eight was three hours of just like, what the hell is going on? All there's a story, story, yeah. story, and then the last hour, all the action happens, and that's how I felt. You know, the Matrix was where it was just like, all right, here's this, here's this, and then the last half hour, I'm like, oh wow, everything's happening right now. Like, okay, great. Yeah, yeah I get it. It was like what twenty some odd years ago. Uh, when this came out, so it's like for the like sort of like the newer generation, it's like, well, these these are who these characters were, has relate to the current story, blah blah. Yes, you had like Niobe who was leading the new Zion or O, whatever the fuck they called. I liked uh, um, what's her name, Jessica Henwick. I liked her as like that. Uh, she woke up because one day she saw him. Yeah. Yes. And like. She was uh, the, the she was the rabbit. program who like went rogue, if you would, and yeah. was like, "I'm awake. I know what's going on. I know none of this is real now." Yep. Um, in a sense, I guess you okay. could call her the White Rabbit. You did not fall. They, like they had little throwbacks to the originals, which was cool. Which we got, but at the same time, it took two hours to get that going. Yeah. Like you could have you could have filled a lot of a, a better of a story, like him not being like. He couldn't fly anymore. He couldn't do anything that he used to be able to do. And I'm like, he's still the same guy. He sh- I mean, at the end, yes, he's he's able to figure it all out. But yeah, but still, that was like a throwaway. Like he like that was like he wasn't able to figure it out. That was like after the fact. Everything's all done. He's flying away with Trinity, Trinity. Yeah. right? Which was fun. I, I I get it. Trinity's now the, the one. She's now the one. The big bat. Essentially, she's is what's going on. Yeah, she's the new she- Neo. She is the one. Which she, she she is the one. Which is fine. I, I I'm okay with that. Like change it up a bit. 
I just um, I don't see this movie like it, it's not getting a trilogy. It might get one more movie. I was, like, to, I was like, I was like, are they making that trilogy? Because I really hope so. Really hope not. Because this I is hope just, that's the last of it. I kind of. I don't think it is. One. I think it's going to get one more because of how it. No, it'll definitely. I think it's definitely get one more. Just focus on John Wick. We just want John. Wick. Oh, that's next year. I know. That's next year. No, the last still happening. You just John Wick four of destruction. Because yeah, yeah, the whole Morpheus thing, like you, I, I, he was programming the game, so he brought him back in the, the game form to do this. To, like that was like it was way too convoluted and complicated. Well, it was like he was created because it was a part of his consciousness that needed to create Morpheus, so that part of him who knew that he was the one would be reflected in Morpheus, and then the part of him that also knew that he was the one would be an agent Smith. And I was like, there's too much of this. Like, but then they, they find stuff going on. Yeah. They find an awakened Morpheus only to be an AI in the, the real, yeah, world. in the real world. Like I was like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's too much. It's too much. Like, yeah. What he sees is true. He takes the pill. He realized who he is. Yeah. Now he's the one again. Like, or, or whatever, or whatever the case may be. It just, you, you didn't need all that. I mean, I, I like the fact that they're explaining, though, like, yeah, like, the, the AI realized that they work better, they, they awoken, sort of a thing. Like, that concept yeah. is like, <laughs> yeah, us, us working together is better, but there's still some of us that, believe, you know. See, I, I thought it was like, right. uh, I thought it was a weird kind of like because the the Wachowskis who directed the original series like they're now uh trans and I thought it was just like a weird um kind of like way for them to be like you know hey you know like send send some type type of like non-political but yet political message through their movie in that res- like in that respect, uh, respect like a, like a, some type of social justice warrior message about acceptance and like all this other shit, and I'm like, I don't know what you're getting here, but there's a lot going on here that I don't think anyone understands what's going on. Yeah, the the original movies were, were meta enough, and it was very a mind fuck, and this definitely was a mind fuck as well, but in a more boring way. Like it was nothing, nothing revolutionary that kept you involved, that kept you paying attention. To get their whatever point they were trying to make across. Yeah. So with the original movies, everything that they were doing was new and revolutionary. So you stayed for all of that while taking in all that meta, all that all that political and agenda and whatever. But if, if the back end, you sat through it all just to get to that awesome special effects kind of thing. Now with this one, nothing. It was just boredom and they tried to do the same thing and it's like it just didn't really it didn't work didn't really catch which was a shame because i was like with the trailer i'm like it it had potential to be just awesome like if they if they cut the fact that he was a programmer for about 30 40 minutes and then he flipped and then just started tearing some shit up like old school wise would have been a hell of a lot better film yeah with a, with a new crew, a new cast. I just think it would have been better like, if going, they did it more as like, a suspense movie. Go, like you could have made a hundred hour forty minutes, hour fifty minutes. He set up the first forty, a little backstory. You flip them, 
and then you go and save Trinity, but like in like the cool badass badassery sort of way. Could have saved you <laughs> a good hour worth of a movie and would have came a better product. See, I, I, I would have went more along the lines of you wouldn't call it the Matrix Res- Resurrections. You could have called it something else. And like this twist of that movie was like kind of like how Split was a twist in that in that it was in the same universe as Unbreakable. You could have right. you could have did something like that as far as like, you know, here's, you know, so and so like Keanu Reeves and all the people he's around, you know, Patrick Harris and everything. <laughs> And at the end of the movie, the twist is that the character is in, in the Matrix and, you know, he is Neo and he has to find a way to get out, like, you know, be awoken. And then the movie ends with him waking up and realizing like, and seeing Trinity. And that sets up the sequel, which could have been the other hour and a half of this movie, like from Resurrections. Hmm. Gotcha. I think that could have been an interesting way, way to do things. Because I like, like, not to, like, diverge, but, like, I like what they did with Split in that respect, where you initially thought it was M. Night Shyamalan doing, like, a crazy, like, you know, here's this guy with, you know, incredible uh, disassociative identity disorder. He's got 23 different personalities living in, living in, in his own mind. And then the end of the movie is that diner scene, and who's that guy where this happened years ago? And he goes, they called him Mr. Glass and it's Bruce Willis just chilling. And you're like, Oh my God. And then that set up glass. I think that could have been a nice way to do something as far as the matrix, considering it's all a simulation. Not, anyway, not, not to give M. Night Shyamalan any credit because no, I agree. He just, he just gives he has more movies. misses than hits. <laughs> yeah. A lot more misses. Well, he got, I think, the fact that his first three or four were such big hits. Yes, it's like his first four movies. He got over cocky and then just everyone expected the twist and then just it was just shit. Yeah. And then shit. And then he was a part of the Avatar movie and that was just... The, well, the Avatar movie was straight garbage. But I mean, like any anime garbage. translation, it's hard to translate anime to the big screen and have it work. Yeah. Yes, but I mean, this... Shaman took a big pilot. Oh, I don't deny that, but like, it's still no Dragon Ball Evolution. <laughs> oh god! But it's close. <sighs> it, it is. It is awfully close. But but like, but he isn't like now. It's like, all right, you, you hear and I Shaman's like, oh my god, this is not going to be good. Like, but I think he redeemed he himself tarnished. after that movie for a little. Not, bit. I'm not long. I'm just saying, like, he had like a, a hit after that movie, and then after that, it was back down the tubes. I think Devil was like that sleeper hit that everyone Devil, that's the one that's in the elevator, yeah. right? Where it's like, yeah, that that I one really was, didn't yeah. care for that one. I know a lot of people like it. That was that. Yeah, that no. one was the better one out of his shit yeah. streak. That was the you know like it wasn't the Sixth Sense, it wasn't Signs, it wasn't Unbreakable. People love the Village. I don't yeah. care for the Village. I didn't really, I didn't really do care about the village. village, but it was still it still worked in his favor for yes. Like, but like yeah. the visit was terrible, god awful. Oh, one of the worst movies I ever saw, hmm. of at least of his Avatar as well. But like uh, uh, the one where was what's one with Mark Wahlberg where it's like the, the trees oh. were alive, <laughs> the happening. Yeah, they're killing people. My favorite scene of that is when he's talking to the fake plant. All right, I'm gonna talk 
a nice, calm fashion to not make you distressed. Yeah. And I'm talking to a fake plant. <laughs> mm-hmm. Then there was the – what was that other movie that I'm thinking of with Thomas Jane? The um, Mist. That yeah. action – The Mist was – see, The Mist was the most fucked up ending. Yes. Yep. I mean – I like I, I like the mist. I like the like the the, the concept of it all. The because they're all trapped in the the, the psychosis, the psychotic, you know, just the, the break of like everyone's minds being trapped, not knowing you know religious you know one religious dude and sacrificing this kind of thing, and then that ending that that glorious fucking heartbreaking ending was just oh my that that was that I mean yeah that is. Done. I mean, like, I, I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not giving it away at this point. The fog, not the fog, the mist. I'm not gonna give it. I mean, give it away. But I'm it's like, the mist. Yeah, I'm saying, but like, you like, you have what? It was three bullets in the gun. Yeah, four in the car. The last one is for your son to not to not live through whatever nonsense. But it's because you hear the impending doom. But the impending doom is actually. <laughs> The army or the marine or the fuck it is, yeah. But you kill your son yeah. before they show up. I was like, oh my god! <laughs> like that's just like that's a dick punch. That's a dick punch of an ending. I mean, it's a great. It's literally a great ending. And but it's like, oh my god, what 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 did we just watch right now? Like the movie was halfway decent, but that ending totally made up yep. for it. Well, did you ever see The Road with Viggo Mortensen? No, no. It's a post-apocalyptic movie similar in, in in essence to like the mist where it's like a father and son are tra are traveling across uh, you know like you know like apocal apocalyptic world and it just reaches a point where you know they're out of food they meet people but they don't you know there's no like mistrust and if i remember correctly the uh vigo mortensen has to like protect his son from people and he, it's like a, a mortal injury kind of a thing. And like the whole time he's like trying to get his son from point A to point B and he ends up just dying in, in like the worst way. And he, this son ends up alone, which was like his worst fear. That's a fucked up. Yeah. Oh yeah. However, I did see Maggie with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh God. That's a zombie movie, right? Yes. It's a zombie movie. It, it's, it's a very weird Fairwind movie, but I'm not, I'm not gonna get into it because I don't, I don't remember all the details. I just I thought it was gonna be better than it actually was. It was more of a drama than anything. The daughter was um, Chloe Moretz, uh, Abigail, oh, Abigail Breslin. It was, I knew it was one of them, yeah. And either she has the cure or she's a zombie. I forget, she's a zombie. one of those. Or she has she has the virus, so she she hasn't she hasn't become a full born zombie. It was the, like, the end of the movie is she's going to become the zombie. Yeah, and he has to decide so to kill her. Yeah, so it's a very interesting movie. But I'm like, when you read like the coming like the, the description of the movie, it, it sounds better than it actually is, kind of a thing. Um, it wasn't a bad movie. It just if you have the time to get enough better to do, <laughs> um, give it a watch. But nothing, nothing to write home about. But just one of those. One of those weird movies, like, oh yeah, Arnold in a zombie movie. It's like, no, it's not that kind of movie. movie. Yeah, it's like it's like, old, it's like old Arnold. Yeah, with it. but all right, it is that time. We're, we're gonna wrap things up here with talks with Brewster. More so because I have to wake up in five Oof, hours. Fair enough. Um, 
<laughs> but definitely wanted to lay down the first ever episode of 2022 with our good friend Bruce Cogburn and the Jimmy Bag of Donuts. This is a, a talk with Bruce special. The intent is to drink a shit ton of beer and talk about whatever the hell pops into our heads. So obviously we always appreciate um, the Brewster letting us, you know, run the mic and open our mouths as much as we do. But but in true foodies never see die fashion, we are going to still do final thoughts because that is just who we are and what we do. So, Jimmy Bag of Donuts, before we get to the man of the hour out of his own show, Jimmy Bag of Donuts, your final thoughts about, I don't know, whatever the hell you want to say. So... I'm very excited to try my Hot Ones package. It can't be... You should, you should have just said, I, I can't wait for people to try my package. And they're like, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I got that to look forward to. Uh, I'm going to still say Andrew Garfield is the best Spider-Man. Fight me. I don't care. Really? Looking forward to 2022, all the pop culture content, as well as the food-related pop culture content that will be coming out. I just saw Departed Souls is making a Trogdor beer. So I think that's going to be fantastic. And don't put Twinkies on your pizza. Because I have to include that at least once a year. And you know what? Is, it, is, is, is that the new Jimmy uh, Bag's uh I'm super thanks for asking. Don't put Twinkies on your pizza. No. Yes. no. It, it's just, it's there. It's just a friendly piece of advice. It's it, it, it's, it's it's there for now until something else pops up. Yes. Fair enough. And uh, yeah, maybe pass on the matrix. Just maybe. Just maybe. All right. Next. With that being said, um, and 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 soundly world advice as always, Twinkies on pizza are, are a weird combo, and we know how all that works out. Um, there's video evidence. Anyway. Brewster Cogburn, the Brewster himself, talks to Brewster, the man of the hour, the man of the show, the man with the Stein himself, Brewster Cogburn. Final thoughts. It's 2022. I don't know. Whatever fucking pops into your head. Uh, looking forward to the fine Mexican pizza to return. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no. I agree with Jimmy Beggs on the Andrew Garfield is the best Phil Spiderman uh, cinematic to date. I mean, yes, the recent movies have been doing well, but Andrew Garfield just, he gets me. I have never, nor will I ever, put Twinkies on a pizza, so we can cross that right off the list. Unless Patreon says for you to do so. One thing I could just say for everyone for, for 2022 is... Uh, I mean, if if, if Jimmy Bay is going to eat a Mexican pizza, we're going to make you eat a Mexican pizza. I'm willing to. I'm willing to do that. That's fine. But a dessert pizza, it, okay. you, you're never specified on the pizza. If, if, Wait, what? If if we get an if we get enough Patreons, we're all going to have to do something we don't want. Okay. Do. So I will do Twinkie. On I the can pizza. live with Mexican pizza, but <laughs> that's that's not much of a challenge. Yeah, but we'll figure. Out, yeah, but you also have the the bugs for you. Oh, I love the bugs. Well, it's not just me; it's everyone. That's fine. Well, no, it well, it's definitely been, me included. Been there, it's done that, and I'll do it again. Yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I got no problem. I have with bugs. No problem um, doing it's, that. It's the tarantula yeah. skins that we have to worry about. 
I've eaten scorpion. I've eaten seahorses. I've eaten just random it's like shit. A pork so, rind. okay, yeah, it's that's that nope. doesn't phase me. Uh, but we'll, we'll figure out something else for for everyone that you can eat something like the big thing for me is actually going to eat a Taco Bell. Whatever, yeah. what, even if it's the smallest thing at a Taco Bell, just me to step into one is just yeah, and we will have to do it there where we um, we do walk inside and place our orders. We probably won't be able to eat inside. Or maybe we will, but for the sake of it, to get what we want, we will order inside. There's no way we're just yes. driving. I, I will. I will step inside the establishment. You'll see me footage of me stepping inside. Uh, I don't know if we can actually film you ordering, just because that may be a little weird. Uh, but, I'll be the one who films. Um, unless, <laughs> unless we like do it on the app and I like I like pick it up or some shit. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out, and we'll we'll figure that Wait. out when, if and when the time comes. Hopefully it does not come anytime soon because I I liked my innards um just the way they are. But not the I I, I interjected in Brewster's final thoughts about the whole Twinkie thing. Um, so continue with your with your final. Uh, thoughts. The only thing I could say is uh you know as we've mentioned I've been trying more and more IPA something that I didn't really like and if you're not really big into sours as as I am. What I suggest is that you just keep trying them until you find one that works, and then you just keep trying some more. And, and honestly, like when I picked out this can for the uh, Seven Island Tiki, I didn't even know it was this hour until I got home. I picked it based on the can art. So, surprise to me. You are not catfished. I was not catfished at all. Are you bringing it back around to previous episodes? This is what I'm here for. Mm-hmm. And that's all I got. Happy New Year to everyone, and uh, cheers to the new year. Awesome. Obviously, I'm your one and only Jungleberry. I don't know if I've said that enough, uh, but yes, it is me. Uh, I would like, actually, to thank, once again, for the Brewster Cogburn to let us sort of take the reins once again in other talks with Brewster. It is finally 2022, and we, we're, you know, we're happy to be excited to start off a whole new year. There's a whole new thing. There's a lot more things coming that we have planned. I know we say that every year and some, some things we follow through on some things we don't, some things we push back on. There's a pandemic, uh, but there's a pandemic. We are, we are excited to have, we're, we're literally on the cusp of starting the Patreon. We're, we are just figuring out one last final thing. Um, so those who definitely love what we do, definitely support our Patreon page. You know, the information will be available as soon as it's up and running. You get a lot more talks with Brewster content, all the behind the scenes, all the shenanigans that you do and do not see or see and see and heard or not out here, whatever the fuck that phrase is. All the little bonus content, all depending on how much you want to pledge to us monthly, we definitely will appreciate everything that we can get. Um, but this is what Talks to Brewster is all about. Um, Brewster sits down with whoever the hell he sits down with and chug back a bunch of beers and they shoot the shit. Um, in this case, it is me and the Jimmy Bag of Donuts, and we ramble on about, well, Marvel and Twinkies on pizza and other shenanigans. Um, it's it's what we do best. We can talk for ten minutes, and we can talk for three hours. It all depends on how many beers we drink. I mean, I've had four, two of them being twelve percent. So we easily could have gone on for longer. Um, however, it is a weekday, and. I have to go to work in the morning. Uh, so, I, I unfortunately, I am I am ruining the party. I put the Twinkie on the pizza, uh, and, I'm, and I'm ruining the party. So I do, I do apologize 
for that. But I do hope you enjoyed this very first episode of 2022 Talks with Brewster. I'm calling it Season 2, Episode 1, Talks with Brewster. I did not get the okay from Brewster, but I'm doing it anyway because fuck it. I have the mic. (laughs) All right, there it is. It's okay. Uh, It's 2022, 2022, Season 2. There's a lot of twos thrown involved. But yeah, I mean, it's, it's always a good fun. It's always a good fun time to sit down and actually just ramble on and rant on about literally just pop culture and then all the thoughts that we have popping into our heads. We drank the Kool-Aid. We, we drank the Kool-Aid. Well, you know, uh, with Foodies Never Say Die, we have a an agenda, and that is about beer and food and other shenanigans of that nature. At least with Talks of Brewster, we can literally be nerds and geeks and talk about all that st- stupid shit that does not make it on air or gets cut out during the podcast um, initially because it's a little off off off, off brand. Um, so this little, this little fun little outlet for definitely for me and me and Jimmy Bags to just uh, be able to sit down and just shoot the shit with a good friend, Bruce the Cockburn. The, um, the Cockburns. So once again, thank you very much, Bruce Cockburn, Jimmy Bag Donuts. This is Talks with Brewster. Look forward to our Patreon page, which will be open soon, so you can get all the more, the more insides, the inside and the inside of talks, the many faces on faces, talks of Brewster, all the all the stuff that we leave out, all the shit that we don't talk about, little extras that will be on Patreon very shortly. Um, so if you're a fan of the talks of Brewsters in general, and especially if you're a fan with fan of the Brewster Cogburn, because who is not a fan of the Brewster Cogburn. Um, so please support him on Patreon as well as the rest of us. Um, I can tell you right now, the the first tier is buy a beer for the foodie. So if you're a fan of um, feeding Brewster beers, please. Five dollars. Five dollars. The first tier. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's, you know, we'll. Uh, the more beers we drink, the more content we put out, the more fun we're going to have for you and for all of us. So once again, I know kind of rambled on here for the last few minutes. It's a quarterly. Uh, it's it's expected from me at this point. For me just to ramble on at the end. So, Bruce Cogburn, thank you very much again. Jimmy Bagoon, thank you for taking your time out for your bit schedule to talk with Brewster on his old Talk with Brewster show. Um, look forward to filming or recording, I'd say, the, the newest episode of Food is Name Die, hopefully later this week, and where we all get together and literally talk about God knows what um, in glorious, glorious drunken fashion. And yeah, so that's it for this night of Talks with Brewster. Until next time, rock out with your Cogburn out. That's right. Yeah. I said it. I mean, I could have said cock. Yeah, cockburn. I mean, I get what you're cockburn at. The rooster, the dirty, dirty rooster. Well, make sure you you wash your rooster. That's actually very important. Rooster did come on before he washed himself to make sure he's nice and clean for the show. So, yes, and I'm and I'm leaving this part in. So everyone, wash your roosters or I try whatever. keep them clean. Oh, whatever the possibly be. Whatever the pots may be, make sure they're nice and clean because no one likes a dirty rooster. Or maybe you do like a dirty rooster. Anyway, until next time, folks. Have a nice herring sandwich. <laughs> I'll feed the same bitches.